Live from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, it's time for Spirituality for Everyday Living with Melinda Vale. As the medium who makes a difference, Melinda and her guests discuss practical spirituality and how it makes an impact on our everyday lives. And now, here's your hostess, Melinda Vale. Welcome to Spirituality for Everyday Living. I am so excited. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, and that white Christmas is Vanna White, my special guest today. And I will tell you, I hope she is in your living room every night. She is in our living room every night. But I also have the privilege of knowing her, and she's as beautiful on the inside as she is on the outside. Welcome to Spirituality for Everyday Living, Vanna. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's I, great to see you. I'm so excited to have you, Vanna. Are you all set for the holidays? Are you uh, looking to celebrate with your family? Yes, I am. We always get together at Christmas, so it's a special time for me because our lives are always so busy, right? But oh. it, it's time for us to just relax and enjoy and reminisce about old times and yeah. family times. Yes, yeah, you know. I'll tell you what, Vanna, uh, you to me are the epitome of spirituality for everyday living because I know you work hard and you do it with such ease, such grace, such genuine kindness to your contestants. And it's amazing. I see you, I watch you, and you're always genuinely happy or genuinely disappointed for people when they're playing the game. How do you sustain that level of of balance and, and spirit and kindness that you have? I think that comes naturally with the show. I mean, anyone who watches a show, you're pulling for for the contestants to win. And when you see them win, it brings happiness to you. When you see them lose around, you're like, oh, that's horrible. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm just showing my true feelings on camera and as just as well as those who are watching. And it is true feelings though. That's what makes it so special. It's your true feelings and you can see it when you're watching. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about you know, we met because you lost your mom when you were young, and we yes. were able to connect with her. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what that was like for you uh, when you lost your mother so young. How does that change a person's life as they're growing up and having children to have such a loss? I think it's really hard for any of us to lose any of our loved ones. Um, but especially, I lost my mother. I was only like 24 years old. So it was very hard for me because she was my rock and I would talk to her every day on the phone. And for her to not be there physically was, I just missed her so much and had this void in my life. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I reached out to you uh, for, you know, maybe you can give me some guidance or maybe there's something through you that I can hear that'll comfort me. So I did, and we, you and I became friends, and you told me some wonderful things that made me feel so good and so warm that there, there is something going on after they leave this planet. Absolutely, there's life after life, and, and, the, and the love goes on and the connection goes on, and I, I think it's nice to know that your loved one is safe and sound and that they did see the birth of your children and they did see, you know, your wedding and or they do see your career as it blossomed. You know, Vanna, for the very first time, I looked at your bio. <laughs> 
<laughs> before before coming on, I actually looked at your bio because you know I make a point of not doing that when I'm doing readings and that kind of thing. And yeah. so you you were already on your way to being an actress when your mother passed away. Yes, I was. I was. And she was so supportive. Both of my parents were so supportive. I wanted to be on TV from the time I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they, you know, kept me inspired and, and helped me pursue it. Mm -hmm. Because without their positivity, I wouldn't have done that. You oh. know, they, they, they were just so supportive and it. And it worked. Yeah, that wonderful support. And your dad just recently passed away. Yes, he did. He did. And I spoke with you about that. And you've said some wonderful things about him. And the funny thing is, when when they do pass, I still feel them to me uh, next to me. And I, I still talk to them like they are here. They might not be here physically, mm -hmm. but I feel they are definitely here. Uh, they're around me because I can feel them. Yeah. Interesting. You know, my dad was raised a Southern Baptist. And um, until today, I did not know that you were also raised a Baptist. But it's interesting because the religion that you're raised in, especially a Baptist religion, doesn't always leave room for that um, kind of connection. But I think when you do lose someone so young, you have to almost open up to that spirituality, open up to that connection in order to have, you know, the tools to deal with it, the, the, the coping skills to deal with it. Yes. Well, I did. I definitely was baptized Baptist and I am a Christian. And I feel like I have my own personal relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And as long as I'm a good person, I'm kind to other people uh, and just live a good life, I feel I feel good about that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I still have all those uh, things that you have as a, as a Christian or whatever your religion is, you know? Yeah, I'm so glad you made that point because a lot of times people don't think that I'm a Christian for some reason. And I'm actually a regular churchgoer. I go every Sunday and uh, I'm a very Christian Christian. And I think that, you know, sets certain people apart. I don't do what I call fruit loops and wind chimes. When you come to me, there's actual proof that your loved one on the other side is, is alive and well. And as you know, sometimes I get pets by name and things like that. So um, it's, a, it's a kind of different uh, way to have mediumship, I think, when I'm doing a reading for people. Um, yes. Have you ever uh, thought to yourself, what would mom be thinking of me now? Or do you think about mom every day? Or I, th I think about her all the time, um, my mother and my father both. And I feel like uh, she both of them have helped me, especially my mother, because I was just starting out, even though I'd already gotten, you know, a little bit of uh, stuff under my belt. I feel like she kind of opened the door. I had to go through the door, but she was there to help me get through mm -hmm. and, and open it and make it a little bit easier for me. I think they're all supportive on the other side for us. I agree with you. you. Know, and want the best for us. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. So you've been on the show for how long now, Vanna? As a matter of fact, December 13th was my 40th anniversary. Ah, oh, congratulations. Oh, 40 my years gosh. Ago. Crazy. 40 years of clapping. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and 40 years of being with Pat Sajak. And, yeah. and, and to me, um, he's so funny and so witty on that show. And humor and laughter, to me, is a big part of spirituality. A big part of living a spiritual life is to be able to laugh and have fun. And you guys genuinely have fun on that show. 
We absolutely do. And on camera and off camera, he is so funny yeah. always. Yeah. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> That's you know, and we adore each other. We have had this incredible relationship and never had an argument. Uh, we'll joke with each other, but it's all in fun. Oh, that's good to hear. 40 years of never having an argument is special, I think. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, yes. And so the celebrity wheel of fortune, are these people that you already know? Are you meeting some new people? Is that fun for you? Do you ever have your own like celebrity crush that you've met? You know what? I don't know most, or I haven't met most of the people. I know, I know them all, or uh -huh. not personally, but... I know who they are uh -huh. and it's such an honor to meet them and and they're up there just having fun winning tons of money for their favorite charity so it's it's always fun to see their real personality and not the person that they're portraying on tv or in the movies yeah i get such you a know? kick out of it because they'll get so frustrated when they hit a bankrupt or they get they get so uh, animated when they've gotten something it's fun to watch it really is i hope everybody's watching it yeah i do too because it, it's you get to see their true side. You know, they play this this character. It might be a it might be a strong detective on TV, but then in, when they're playing on Wheel of Fortune, they're just having a good time. Yeah, it's great. It's great fun to watch. I love that. So, um, Vanna, what are your own spiritual practices? How do you stay spiritual? Do you meditate? Do you uh, take walks in nature? Uh, is there a special you know time that you're by the ocean that you feel the most spiritual? What's What's the most spiritual time for you in your life? I would say definitely going on hikes in nature and being on the ocean. In I, I look at the horizon of wherever I am and it's always so beautiful. If it's on the ocean or if it's the beautiful trees or the mountains. And I don't know, it just puts me in a very zen place mm -hmm. and it calms me down because our lives are so busy all the time. Mm -hmm. I just love waking up early in the morning, listening to the birds sing mm -hmm. is very special to me. So I do a little meditation and just try to mm. Be calm. This is one of the things that I love most about you, Vanna, is that you are so genuine. Everything about you is real. And I mean, you're so kind and genuine. And I just, I love that. That's what spiritual essence is, is somebody to not get into ego. And I mean, everybody has to have a healthy ego, but you know, that, that you still are able to talk about the birds and, and, you know, your connection to God and spirit is wonderful. It's a, you're genuine, Van. You're just oh, genuine. Thank you. thank you so much. I, I just, I was raised from in a small town and my parents were so loving and so kind to people and, and they were such good teachers to me. So I hope I'm following in their footsteps. I can only be who I am and I am not going to be anyone else. So That's, this is what you see is what you get. We just love that. I got to tell a funny story. We have a mutual friend that lives in the Southeast and you were walking along with her on the way to somewhere. I don't remember where when she told me, but a young couple stopped and asked you if you would take their picture. And you said, sure. And you took their picture. And then the friend that was with you was like, well, don't you want a picture with her? And they're like, huh? Because <laughs> they didn't recognize you off the show, right? And you right. were like, oh, no, that's okay. And you just took their picture. I think that's the greatest story of telling who you really are that I know is just the essence of who you are. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah true story. Yeah, yeah. So you knit. You're a knitter. 
I, I knit, I crochet and knit. I have my own line of yarn, which I donate half my proceeds to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, which mm -hmm. I'm very proud of. It warms my heart to be able to give back. Oh, absolutely. And I think that knitting and crocheting is actually uh, an act of meditation. 100%. It is one of my favorite things to do. I can just chill out where, and I have, I have projects going everywhere, in the living room, in the bedroom, in my car, I take if I'm going to a doctor's appointment, I'll sit and crochet before they call me in uh, on an airplane. It's just so relaxing to mm -hmm. me. It's a great way to to tune out everything. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it puts for you the, all the components of spirituality because you're giving to charity and doing something and giving back. You're doing yeah. something meditative and you're doing something creative. And that's, you know, the, you know, Certainly part of being spiritual is having all those things. That's, that's awesome. It's awesome. Yes. And I want to say too, not, I mean, that's what I do. Crochet is what brings me joy. For all of those out there looking for something, think deep about what you love to do and, and do it. And, you and, know, it might be going for a little walk. Mm -hmm. It might be listening to the birds. It might be, it could be anything. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever brings you joy and clears your mind, just do it. Even if it's for 10 minutes a day, Absolutely. I think it really is helpful. Absolutely. It's, it's, we have forgotten ourselves in the, the uh, rush of getting everything done. We have yeah. uh, stopped taking care of ourselves in general, especially as women. Yes, and you have to you have to take a break. Mm -hmm. You do. You can't just go 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 go. Your brain's going. You're you're going a hundred miles an hour, uh, picking up this or doing that, doing that errand. Mm -hmm. Just take five minutes to yourself. Mm -hmm. It it'll, it's like medicine. It is absolutely preventative medicine. Absolutely. So you know, lately there's been some controversial stuff about. Uh, uh, object referral with women and game shows and so on. And I've never thought of it that way, that you were an object of referral or something that was uh, uh, not a real Vanna White who genuinely loved doing what she does and all the contestants and, and Pat Sajak. How do you take some of that talk when you hear it? I, I take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. I do. I'm a hard worker. Uh, I, I don't judge anyone. I don't care what kind of job you have, what you do, what color you are, male, female, tall, short, whatever. We're all the same. Mm -hmm. We are all the same on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I just look at everyone that way, you mm -hmm. know, and you can't, if you start listening to being in the public eye, you get lots of uh, opinions and lots of stories that are uh, controversial and I just stay away from it because it's not it's just not healthy mm -hmm. I think that's the best thing to do you know I mean I, I think that uh, when you listen to all that clatter and chatter in your brain it distracts you from the reality of who you are and how you know yes. who you are you know yes how you I know agree who you are yeah. so talk to me about uh, animals Talk to me about how you feel about pets and animals, because I know you have a beloved pet that recently crossed the Rainbow Bridge. That's right. That's right. And you know Stella well. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Stella. Yes. Stella, yes. the cat that thought she was a dog. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember the first time you didn't know who she was. And I think you said, why am I getting someone saying Stella? <laughs> That's my cat. <laughs> 
Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's the way you work. Yes. Um, yeah, but oh, I love pets. I I do. I think there's millions and millions of people that feel the same way. Um, and again, there's something special about them. You you they love you unconditionally. You know, they're there for you to pet and to love. And I, I don't know. It's just the greatest. It's a spiritual bond, I think. Yes. I think you have a spiritual bond with your pets because they do love you unconditionally. It's the closest we can get to unconditional love. That, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And you're absolutely right because they're not judging you. Right. You know, they are they are who they are and they love you for you. That's right. You can yell at them and say, get out of my way and they'll get out of your way and then come back around, jump back up on your lap, you know. <laughs> absolutely. You know, even with our kids, we have some conditions in loving them. You know, I mean, we, we talk about unconditional love on the planet, but we really don't have that at all. It's just with our animals, I think. For for most of us, there are some people that don't feel that way about their animals too. But to me, it's all about that feeling of warmth and love and caring connection. And you get it directly from your animal. You don't always get that from your kid. <laughs> right? No, no, they definitely get mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> My kid is going to be 50 years old his next birthday. I can't what? even, yes, I can't even believe it. I can't even stand it. I'm just, I'm just glad he looks older than me, Van. <laughs> Speaking of looking older, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful all the time. Do you have some kind of secret beauty technique or something that you do or just you know, the whole essence of who you are keeps you youthful? No, I just, I wash my face every night with a washcloth and uh, I wear sunblock. That's really important. Mm -hmm. And ladies, be sure and put sunblock on the back of your hands too, because that's that's a way to tell your age. And we're always driving, so the sun is beating down on your hands too. So mm -hmm. sunblock on your face, on your hands, and your body too. That, you know, is amazing because so many people do so much and I say the same thing. I just wash my face with soap and water. That's it, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. not as good about putting sunblock on the back of my hands though. So, mm -hmm. so what was your favorite celebrity guest or can't you say? Um, I can't, you know what? There's several that I really uh, enjoyed having on and, and spoke with. Uh, but one of my favorites was Tony Hawk, who was one of our first celebrities on. Uh, when he, when my son was 12 years old, he went to a, a skate camp mm -hmm. and Tony signed this helmet for him. Mm. So I brought the helmet in when, and he signed it for me. And that was just special because it was a childhood thing from, from oh, my son. Oh, that's you know? nice. And he, was, he was so sweet. Another but goodness, we've had some great, great celebrities on. They've won big money for their charities. Um, you know, we even had we even had a million dollar winner. Yeah, wow. Remember that? I mean, that's so awesome. It is so amazing, isn't it? Yeah, well, yes. You know, because I do uh, readings there in uh, L.A. and I do meet celebrities and so on, what I have found that is nine times out of ten, everybody's wonderful, kind, generous, fun, uh, you know, not in, not divas, not, you know, not uh, in their own uh, ego. It just seems like uh, everybody is grateful for who they are and how they've gotten there. And it just seems like a, a group of people that, you know, we misunderstand in, in the general public because we, we sort of get this idea that everybody's stuck up in, in Hollywood, but that's not true. 
No, and and also a lot of celebrities are put up on a pedestal. And if you uh, peel back the layers, they're just normal people. They do the same thing. They they cook dinner at night. They, you know, watch TV. They do the same thing that everybody else does. That's so right. That's they just right. have a job that's on TV. That's right. Yeah, everybody wants to know the same thing. Is my dead loved one okay? Is yes. my kid okay? Is my job okay? And is my health okay? Everybody really just wants the same thing, you know? Yes, yeah. I agree, yeah. And is my love life okay? There's a, there's a lot of love life questions for everybody yeah. too, yeah. So on the side, you do some real estate. Yeah, I do. I've always enjoyed real estate. I, dab, I dabble in it. Um, and I like decorating more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, years ago, before HGTV was around and they would renovate, you know, places, I would, I would get a little condo and like a, like, and fix it up, like completely gut the interior, like replace the carpet and paint and add some beautiful furniture. And to me, that is, that was, it and still is so much fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to do and so that's that's kind of a little side thing that that i enjoy doing it's your creative side again you got to call hgtv and be one of those celebrity you know makeovers makeover you know, don't they have a show where they make over other people's houses for them yes hgtv yes, look at fanna <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome wouldn't it fanna <laughs> oh it'd be so much fun so doing uh, the kind of work that I do and connecting with you, what was the biggest surprise that you had when we started working together? Just how right on you were with the things you said that I didn't even remember. You are so incredible with names, with names that there's no way that anyone could know the name of, I don't know, your 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 aunt from you know, 50 years ago that you, you know, hardly remember, or you know what I mean? I can't I do. Uh, and, and, and not just, oh, was it Mary or Joe, or you come up with these names that like Virginia, uh-huh. yeah. uh, Dolores, yeah. or just, <laughs> it's like, wait, how did you come up with those names? And not how'd you come up with them? You're saying, you're telling me about all my old aunts that are on the other side saying hello. It's like, how do you, it's, it's just the, and and names of places. I remember you named a school that it's like, wait, what? How, there's no way you can know this stuff. It's so fun. You know? It's so fun because uh, I really don't have to do anything. I just need to be a good listener because it, the people on the other side will do all the work. And I, I think it's been so much fun to work with you because because your mom's been gone for so long, it, it's been so important to her to let you know that she's followed you throughout your entire life. I, I wish everybody knew that, Vanna, that if you lose somebody young, they're not gone. They're right there with you. They're always watching. They do know yeah. your kids. They they will know your grandkids. I think that's the most important thing is that you walk away saying, absolutely, there's life after life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I do. I do believe that. Yeah, and and it's it's fun to have that kind of thing happen. Last week, I talked to somebody and got the name ready, Mayvon. Mayvon, that is a very interesting name to get, isn't See? it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Who very would know that? But you, Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. So, Vanna, uh, what's next for you? Uh, you guys are going to be on the show for a couple more years, I expect. At least, at least we have two more years on our current contract Uh and and we'll go from there. I mean, the show never ends. We're, 
we're having a great time. Oh, that's good. Well, I'll tell you, my favorite celebrity was RuPaul. <laughs> I oh. love RuPaul. He's hilarious. That was a good show. It so. was. It was. He's so much fun. I mean, he so, hit the fashion, you know, around him. And he even commented on my dress, how fabulous it was. Yes. That made me feel good. Yes, you always look <laughs> fabulous. Are you allowed to keep the clothes or shoes? No, the shoes are mine, by the way. Oh, they are. The shoes are mine, but the clothes are not. They're ah. borrowed. They go back to the designer. Ah. Um, yes, yeah. but they're fun oh. to wear. But you're still wearing high heels, Van. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm yeah. still doing it. Yes, but yes. It's okay. goes with the territory. Yes. Well, your dad recently passed away. Has he been giving you some signs? He had a good, yes. he lived to a good ripe old age, your dad, right? He, he lived to 96. Yeah, that's And it's wonderful. funny, after he, uh, birds are a thing to me. I feel like, as I told you, I wake up and I listen to the birds and stuff. And since my dad passed away, every morning a bird, wherever I am, will just kind of come around. If I'm sitting in, in my breakfast room, I look out and there's a ledge and a bird might land on it and just kind of look at me and go, trip, trip. Oh, nice. and, and I feel like that's my dad winking at me or just saying, good morning. Uh -huh. Because before he passed away, every morning I would call him to say good morning oh. for years. Oh, I would how call nice him. that he does it. He's a kind and gentle man, your dad. Yes. 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 So and towards the end of his life, he he couldn't see. So I think that maybe the first thing he did when he got to heaven was open his eyes real wide and take in the beauty and glory of heaven. You know, and that's a good feeling to think of dad doing that. Yes, it is. You know, mm -hmm. so, well, um, I'll tell you what, Vianna, I certainly am deeply honored to call you a friend. Um, because you are uh, so special, and we just, Bill and I, you know Bill, uh, my husband, we just love you and love seeing you, and you're, and you're so uh, amazingly generous, and I just want everyone to know that that kind of compassion and generosity and kindness and, and the beauty that you see in Vanna White is exactly what you should be striving for to be a spiritual person. Vanna, you are America's sweetheart, you are the person <laughs> that we should all look up to, to be as, uh, as, as much in grace as you are. I am not blowing wind up your skirt, Vanna. I so, I so truly believe that about you. Oh, thank you. It's very sweet of you. So you, you, uh, you, have, to, you have to tape more shows today, do you? Uh, we are just about to start our first show, and we're doing six today. Oh, wow. Well, I am so glad you took a little bit of time to be with us here at Spirituality for Everyday Living. And I'm so honored, and I hope to see you when I come back out to L.A. soon. Absolutely. And I'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks, Vanna. Okay. Thank bye you. Bye-bye.